Welcome to What Should I Watch, a podcast to learn about interesting and inspiring Korean TV shows, aka Korean dramas. I'm your host, T, and every week I help a guest with what to watch next. If you have any comments or just want to say hi, please feel free to send me an email to whatshouldiwatchT at gmail.com. Hello, good evening. Hello, good evening. Pleasure to be here. Thanks for coming after your long work day. Yeah. How you doing, T? Uh, I'm good. I didn't do much today. I don't know. I did a lot of workout today. Oh, that's good. Not like weightlifting workout, but yeah, it was good. <laughs> you did other kinds of workouts? I did a lot of finger workout too. Okay. Like scrolling up and down on my phone and right. playing game on my computer. Making things larger with your finger, the pinching motion. What's that called? Lots that of clicking. Name? Clicking? Okay. Yeah. Expanding, the expanding motion. Is that the one that Apple created and Samsung tried to sue them for it or vice versa? Really? Is that what happened? I feel like it was Apple that created the, Touch the, thing? the motion of expanding. Oh, <laughs> like zooming in and out with your finger? Yeah, with the two finger, that two finger motion. And then I want to say Samsung. I'm probably wrong, as I usually am. I want to say, we're still going to speculate on it. Why not? Um, that's why we're here, T. So I want to say they, Samson then put it on their phone and Apple sued them for it. Oh. For that motion. And I think they actually won or they settled or something. So. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, interesting, huh? Huh. I mean, now it's like, it's, it's on everyone. Yeah, can you imagine Everything. not so, having it? Yeah. I mean, sometimes I feel like I'm on my computer... And I'm trying to, like, zooming in and out, you know? Yeah. Like, my computer screen is not touchscreen, but, yeah. Right. That's crazy. Wow. That's how long we've come since the, you know, like, first iPhone. Yeah. I was the, reading... like, iPod. I was reading about that, how back then there were comments and concerns that something with a touchscreen would never last. Because wow. they were worried about... How it would break down, or it's like, oh yeah, that'll never catch on. Like, I think we, actually, I I do remember something like that. Yeah. So, yeah. like, a, you think of like a BlackBerry with all the little wow. buttons. Like, I liked BlackBerry. Yeah, it was it was pretty cool. But I guess they some people thought that that was more the future than than what Apple created. So wow. Or not you know just, what I liked about Apple, those but... like phones with the keyboard or like a What's button that? like. I could always text in school, like under my desk without right. looking up, and then still pretend like I'm listening to teacher, and then I always text under my desk. Ah, oh, because you know where the keyboard is. So yeah. Memory. Yeah, yeah. It's good. I always had, felt like my fingers were probably too big to punch those little, uh, little buttons. Yeah. But. Well. Yeah. Well, it's crazy because I just read the read an article that, uh, what's his name? Um, what's his name? The Apple guy? No, Samsung the Samsung guy. <laughs> the car guy. Sagwa, cha don cha cha, car guy. Oh my God! What's his name? Jay Leno. 
<laughs> not that kind of car. Elon Musk. Oh my God. Elon Musk. <laughs> Tesla creator. Yes. I guess he just said、uh, something about he's going to stop developing AI. Ah. And he's urging other tech CEOs to do the same. That's interesting. Because there's a lot of issue, and I think Vatican released their statement about AI, and some somebody else said it too. And I mean, now I think that seems to be the hot topic. I know Yahoo was like think of a f- past, but if people were still looking things up on Yahoo, <laughs> Yahoo. I'm sure that AI is like on the top ten searched words or something like that. <laughs> of the past week, this week's most searched word AI. That's interesting that you brought up Yahoo and not Google. That's funny. I know because I don't think yeah Google has something like most searched word,、uh, but I think Yahoo had that, right? Yeah, I think you're right. I think it did have a search word. Yeah,、thing. that's why I'm like, if Yahoo is still a thing, it'll probably come up <laughs> as a popular search word. We're going deep back into history here, aren't we? Yeah. Yeah, the、uh, the AI talk is、uh, interesting because it's、uh, you know all the movies and books that, especially movies, they touched on that how AI was eventually going to take over the world and like the question of whether or not you're creating life and and that kind of thing. It's scary, right? Yeah. Well, last year when I was in Korea, I saw this. It's like a weekly investigative journalism show. Yeah. They talked about something called deep fake. I don't、mm. know if that's just Korean term or. I'm、know. familiar with that. Yeah. So basically, you know, you're watching a video, and you know, it's a like a video of like it could be very you know explicit, or it could just be anything like maybe、um, you know, let's say I don't know, Angelina Jolie's coming to my house. Right. And I'll be like at the door, like, "Hey, thank you. You know, I'm so glad that you're here. You know, but." It can actually be somebody else, and I'll just swap her face with this, you know, my friend or whoever is supposed to be. Right. And then it makes it the video makes it look like Angelina Jolie is coming to my house. Right. Right. And then she could be sitting at my counter and chatting with me, eating dinner with me, and then it's act. It looks like I'm having Angelina Jolie dinner in my、right. house, but it's not her at all. But the video quality is so good, like you would never doubt that that was fake. Yeah, and I I think that's why they call it deep fake, and I think it, I mean it could be funny if it's used between friends or whoever, but、right. it can really use for a crime. So you know it was a big <laughs> issue last year in Korea. I mean it it has been an issue in Korea, but they made a program about it.、Uh, so this program was talking about some you know crimes based on deep fake and stuff like that, and you know that's basically AI. Because you know, I mean, it's not the typical type of like legs and arm robot, but it's a type of AI. Yeah, yeah. It's a, I mean, yeah. I, when you think of AI to the full extent of you're creating an actual being that has a conscious, right? Yeah, that's probably the ultimate push. But the deepfakes are. So here's the question. Wait, is that the word? Deepfake. I don't because I wasn't sure if that's a, something that Koreans call that technology or. The, I'm familiar with it here. Okay, because I wasn't. Yeah. Okay, so that is a tech term. Well, I guess、mm-hmm. it's a term. I don't know who created it, but、okay. they.、Uh, I see them on YouTube every once in a while. Usually,、wow. it's a.、Uh, it's like a com- to comedic effect. So, for example, an actor、oh. has is has a good impression of someone. Yeah. So maybe an actor does an impression of Arnold Schwarzenegger. 
Mm. I think I've seen Bill Hader do an impression of Arnold Schwarzenegger. So someone will someone will put Schwarzenegger's like mouth face part on Bill Hader's face, and then make him look like Bill Hader slash Arnold Schwarzenegger talking like Arnold Schwarzenegger because he's doing an impression of him. That's just crazy. Yeah, it's really kind of scary. I'm sure you see a lot of these on TikTok and oh, I, yeah. I don't I have TikTok, TikTok, so, so yeah, don't we don't You're have TikTok, right. so we don't know, but I'm sure like... Deep fake. And imagine like how many young people, teenagers, they, you know, they're fascinated or, right. you know lured into some kind of malicious yeah you know thing because of this technology i feel like i'm talking like a mom but <laughs> well here's, it's it, it's real you know here's the question and it's relevant for today's topic uh-huh will you use your powers for good or for evil that's the question my power yeah if you have the power to make a deep fake it's oh, if skill. I know how it's to do power, it. power, right? Or if you have AI. I think Will you I'm use gonna... it for good or for evil, right? That's the whole point. It's like the you technology know, is not Let's not even go bad. there. I think if I know how to do it and if I have the brain for it, right. I'm going to use it to promote my podcast. <laughs> That's not evil. That's good. For my own profit. So depending on how you look at it, it could be evil. Well, as long as it's not hurting anyone but or malicious. That's the one and only else. thing that comes to my mind right now. So does our family that we're learning and, and watching every week, do they use their powers for good or for evil? That's the question. That is actually a good question because that was sort of the title of the 19th. No, what am I talking about? 15th episode. Sin versus crime? No, it's the judges. The judges. So we're down to the last two episodes. And I tell you, I enjoyed it very much. It was nice to see them. Yeah, last two episodes of Korean drama mine. You think it was a good choice to pick this drama to do recap every week? Yeah, I think there's a lot going on. However, I think for me... Going through this process, doing two episodes at once uh, kind of negates the episode. <laughs> it can negate the episode because I'd only remember the last one. <laughs> so I don't remember the one before it always. And it seems like the way this one was laid out, how it revealed something kind of every episode, it may have been easier to do it each episode instead of every two Okay, got it. But other than that, yeah, I think it was a good choice. Well, let me do my summary to jog your memory. Let's jog that memory. Since you probably only remember the 16th of the last episode. I don't remember anything that happened yesterday. (laughs) Or any time before yesterday. But I remember today so far. Okay, so here's my summary. That's about right, isn't it? The story is very close to revealing what exactly happened at the death scene. Both Taehyun and Jino tell the detective that Jiyoung threw himself off the balcony. Right the day before his inauguration as the chairman, the decision was suspended and his criminal hobby was about to be revealed. Plus, he was prescribed strong sleeping pills. Aren't these probable causes for suicide? And the nun adds to this, 
She tells the detective that Jiyoung called her before the party and said, "It's all over now. I'm going to leave." So the case is closed as suicide. However, we know that it wasn't. Soyeon was definitely at the scene, and she has a suspicious scar on her hand. And at this point, we know that Hisu is faking her amnesia. But then, a new male maid finds two bottles of toxic chemicals in Songtae's room. Songtae has fled to Monaco by Jinho's arrangement, but he gets anxious, so he calls Jinho, pleading that he didn't kill Jiyoung. In the meantime, Soyeon catches the head maid fleeing with a suitcase and finds out what exactly happened. While Soyeon and Hisu thought each other was responsible for the death, it turned out that there are a few more people involved, including the head maid and Songtae. In fact, Songtae could not bring the blue diamond with him to Monaco, and it is now with the head maid. I didn't say who the culprit was. Ah, I noticed that. Because we we're gonna discuss that. You did say Monaco, which is good because I think last week I said Morocco. Yeah, you know those are completely two different countries. Yeah, very different places and people and countries. You know what Monaco is famous for, especially for Americans? Racing. What? Oh, you don't even Monaco like racing, to- and how that how <laughs> how is that the first thing that comes to your mind? That and the soccer team. What soccer team? Really? Yeah, Monaco. Monaco. Yeah, because I think a couple of players at some point, um, Wenger was scouting them for Arsenal. I'm pretty sure they're Monaco. Actually, in Ligue 1, like French league, not the country Monaco. Oh, but is there? Yeah, they are in the French league. Is that a different place? Is there a place in France called Monaco? I'm pretty sure. I, I'm not sure if Monaco is like a territory of France. Well, we'll just scratch all of that because yeah. I'm not going to pretend I know what I'm talking about. Okay. I seem to recall Monaco having a few good years of football. And I mean, yeah, but players. as far as I know, Monaco is just different team in France. Because right. Monaco itself is yeah their own country. Gotcha. That I, I, I wasn't. I wasn't even aware of that. You can edit all that out. <laughs> So tell now me, we sound like an idiot. Tell me about Monaco, but yes, Grace Kelly I'm, is what I was gonna say. Okay, she was the ambassador, and she married the prince. Yeah, yeah, she's the queen. The prince she of was Monaco. The queen. Right? Yeah, that's crazy. And here's the fun fact: I didn't watch a single movie that Grace Kelly was in. Yeah, well, I don't even know. You don't even know who she like, is. No, I know she's an actress. Like, but I didn't watch any of her movies or. Maybe you watched one accidentally. I don't know. Do you know what she looks like? Yeah. Okay. Those I, are pretty old movies. I don't think many people nowadays have seen her. Yeah. But yeah, so that's a rich country, and I'm sure it's a good country to hide. Speaking of hiding somewhere, the Korean guy. And speaking of also using your power for malicious intent. There's a Korean guy who's like a tech guy, mm-hmm. and he created this whole um, crypto um, world. Okay. Like one of the crypto like exchange, exchange? yeah, kind of yeah. like what happened with the uh, Bankman, Sanfred Bankman. Yeah. 
So he's like a Korean version of that guy. And it's actually worse because this guy was kind of a calm man. But he was uh, just caught yesterday or the day before yesterday in Montenegro. Really? Yeah. So this is and a that's Korean another, guy? Yeah. And it, just today the news came out that wow. both Korea and America requested... Extradition? Yeah. But I guess apparently Korea and America is fighting right now because Montenegro has to decide to which country they're going to send them over right. to first. But yeah. Interesting. And Montenegro is a separate country as well. <laughs> also starts with an M. I'll do my research on Monaco, Montenegro, That's and okay, Morocco. you're American. That is true. Uh, so Let's go back to Monaco. No. There's a Korean person that got caught. That's interesting. Yeah, I he's expecting he's, that. He's pretty big. I mean big in a way, like he conned a lot of money. So, yeah. Well, that's awful. I'm pretty sure he's not going to get out of the jail anytime soon while he's young. He's only like 31 or 32. So he's got a bright future now. I'm being sarcastic. You know what I mean. (laughs) (laughs) So maybe we'll see him in America or maybe we won't. Which would you prefer if you were had to be extradited? Would you want to go to Korea or would you want to go oh my to God, America <laughs> to be jailed and imprisoned? Let's for... not even talk about it. <laughs> like it's a bad look. Gotcha. Well, let's talk about what happened to Songtae. So Songtae, who I've been referring to as a male maid, who is in Monaco, hiding. Yes. Why is he hiding? Well, he was supposed to kill Jiyoung because the first son, Jino, asked him to do so. Right. And gave him the blue diamond. Right. And he had the blue diamond in possession, which said he basically agreed to the, to do it. Right. Which is why he took but it. But did he do it? He did not. But he was involved. So I have to say I loved how they edited or even like wrote these last two episodes because yeah if you look at it like in a linear way it's super simple like right. okay somebody tried to kill Jiyoung and that didn't work out or he couldn't do it and then somebody didn't want to kill Jiyoung but happens to kill him right and you know i mean it's it's very simple kind of half accident half murder but right. the way they you know kind of structure this accident is very smart yeah. and i think especially in episode 15 it's very psychological yeah it's not about action you know like it's it's about these characters psychology where they are at the point and what they think about each other right what they would do for each other yeah. or not do for each other right and then that also begs the question or asks the question what would I do for myself? You know, how selfish am I in that regard? You know. Mm. So, specifically amongst the maid staff, mm-hmm. so the male maid, you know, he's being offered this blue diamond to kill this person, and how far will he go? Right? right. Will he kill it? We talked about it last time that he, we didn't think that he would. Right. And then we have the other head maid, and we wonder how far would she go to do what? she might want to do or might have to do and then we also talked about the women the three women we talked about the nun 
and the nuns. So and the like, four women, yeah. How was, far would they go? I was like go? really solid on like, hey, could, it could definitely be none. <laughs> right. Well, that, that also speaks to what you just said, the editing and the way they put it together. Right. I mean, that whole death scene, they gave you little snippets throughout the entire 16 episodes, right? right? Never showing you the full picture. Yeah. So there was one scene where there was one body on the floor, but there was one scene where there was two bodies on the floor. There was one scene where the nun was there and the nun was not there and the nun came back and it was different each time. There was one scene where the nun saw the maid. There was not one scene where the nun saw Hesu. There was one scene where the nun saw, uh, or not the there we, we saw the head chairwoman. What's mm-hmm. her name? Uh, Sayan. Sayan. So there's one scene where we saw Sayan at the top of the stairs. And all of that happened. But man, the only thing that didn't happen that they showed was they showed the tutor with the shotgun. <laughs> that was in the cop's mind, remember? Yeah, that he was, was like just imagination vision. or a dream or something. But again, that, that made us question and made us think twice about everything that might have happened, you know. And also, they didn't show that Sahyun was as, at one point was on the ground right. by the body. Yeah. You know, that's something that we didn't know. Right. So I think how it ended up by the last four episodes, for me, I had kind of figured out that it was probably a struggle. It was probably an accident. And I knew the fire extinguisher was involved because yeah. they, once they showed a picture of that and I, how I figured how she cut her hand had to be that too. Right. But that also was really smart because they showed the cutting out of the hand. It made you think she did it. Right. But really she didn't. Wait. So spoiler alert. If you are going to watch this, watch the last episode and you don't want to know who the killer or semi killer is. You probably have to pause the episode here because I feel like we're getting really close to say who yeah. ki- intentionally or unintentionally killed Jim. Yeah. Do we want to do Spoiler. that yet? Uh, uh, uh. Wait till later? No. We can mm. say it now. Well, if you don't want to hear this, you can either pause or you can just put your fingers over your ears and you can go, <laughs> la, 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 and that'll drown out anything that we're saying. So, one, two, Three. I'll start you. La 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 la. Okay. So now we can talk because everyone that doesn't want to hear it is doing that, right? Okay. So who did what and why? So I have to say again, I watched this whole drama last year in Korea on live TV and I completely forgot about all the details. Sometimes it's hel- it's helpful because it's like watching a new show, you know? Yeah, I think it works in your favor. <laughs> and when, when the headmaid came out with the fire extinguisher, I was like, oh, that's right. <laughs> I was like, yeah, I remember that. But she didn't, I mean, she didn't know she was going to kill him or she didn't try to kill him. She just, right. you know, in the moment she was trying to, I mean, if you see somebody strangling someone yeah so what was she like, doing she was protecting i mean i think it's almost she's I, I think that tells me that she's she's not an evil person right you know she just kind of acted out on impulse sort of impulse, instinct to, instinct instinct to yeah. save whoever's being attacked you know whether it was hisu or somebody she doesn't know or i think it's natural human instinct 
you see somebody being attacked or even let alone being strangled. Yeah, I think wanna, it definitely you can help be. help the person, right? I think what helps along that lines and along the theme of the show is that it was a woman instinctually helping a woman and protecting mm. a woman from a man. Because all the men in this show basically <laughs> have some problems and all the women are kind of, you know they're powerful or they're smarter or they're trying to survive or whatever. Except the two women, Jasmine and the daughter. Yeah. Jasmine? Well, they're not like... Why do they speak English? Because they went well, to Well, Jasmine school? is supposed to be Jasmine. Like, oh. I assume that she's like Korean-American or something. And then gotcha. I guess the first daughter, she spent a lot of years in somewhere else. So so she's just speaking English or, to speak yeah. English to her. Interesting. So if you are coming back from being spoiled, you can listen now. Because we've already revealed who the killer is and why that person killed that person. So what else happened? What else? How did we tie up all the loose ends? What were some of the things that we were curious about? Aside from You know, I wasn't sure what what's going on between Sahyan and Hisu and why Hisu is pretending she's lost memory to like everyone right. in the family. That's a good point, yeah. And I I feel like I knew that was a that was fake pretty early on. Right. But, like, I wasn't sure why she's doing it, or even, like, at some point I thought maybe Sohyun knew that was fake. Right. But she's also pretending not knowing that she has amnesia. You know right. what I mean? Like, Sohyun is, like, kind of playing along. That's, yeah, that's just what for I anyone that's yeah. around. But then we see some private moments where we figure out she actually didn't know. Yeah. She wasn't sure. Right. And then I had to think hard because these things are always challenging. <laughs> <laughs> Figuring out the tactics and strategies of characters. And so I really had to think hard, but I really like, I had smoke coming out of my head. So I like <laughs> let go and then I just started playing game on my phone. But um, there's a line that she says, Hejin, the tutor asks Hisu, why did you have to fake your amnesia? And then Hisu is like, First of all, I couldn't believe I couldn't trust anyone, and I think he used to tells her psychiatrist that too. Like I, I can't, I can't like trust anyone anymore. Yeah, that was the foreshadowing, wasn't it? But I was just like, whatever. You we know? didn't connect. I didn't connect. It yeah, to that. I definitely that's didn't true. connect. That was that was kind of a foreshadowing. Yeah, that's good. So she was like, I can't. I don't know how to trust anyone anymore. Right. So that anyone probably includes Soyeon, who she was like. She was like a godmother to Hisu. Right. And I think it's because Hisu thought Sohyun killed Jiyoung. Yeah. Well, she wasn't sure. Right. She wasn't sure, but there was no one else. So right. Hisu probably thought, okay, my sister-in-law killed Jiyoung, and she might have done that for me. Uh, Actually, in the end, she does go to the maid and say thank you, and no one told oh, no one no one told her that. Oh, actually, yeah. So she, she does. must have known all along. Oh. But uh, Sayoung didn't know. Sayoung right. thought Heisu killed killed him, yeah. and so she was protecting. She didn't know the maid did it, right? right. That's what we figure out because the maid then goes in and tries to leave 
And right, she stops right. her. She's like, like why are you, are you leaving? Yeah. And then, oh, I see why you're leaving. Because right. you were the one that killed. Yeah. So oh, yeah, that, that makes sense. That yeah, he does moment. say thank you at the end yeah. before the maid leaves. But, you know, at, at the end, he's basically faked for two reasons. Yeah. So she couldn't trust anyone. Right. So she had to kind of pretend like, okay, I'm starting from zero. Let me figure this out. Right. What happened? And I'm sure to a certain level, she really had to figure things out from from the bottom you know she can't like pretend like okay i know what happened and because she's kind of involved in the accident she's involved that's certainly a reason right yeah i mean if i were her like okay why not like i can't and also for my own protection for legal protection right like it's probably better to just fake it but also there's a line that she tells hedging when she asks she's like why did you have to fake it and she tells hedging that I couldn't tell Hajun that his own dad tried to kill his, me. His mom, yeah. Yeah. So that's the big reason is because it's for the son. Right. Right? And Does then it... that's when Hajun was like, you know, okay, I, I agree. Like, you're the real mother of Hajun. Right. Like, I'll, I'll give you that. Yeah. Something like that, you know. So it also protects her legally because she doesn't have to explain what happened. Right. The third part is she's protecting the head maid. Oh, because she knew it all along. Because she knew it all along. Oh. And the head maid saved her life. Oh. So she wouldn't just throw her under the bus, right? She's not going to go, oh, well, I didn't do it. This head maid did it. Oh. That speaks to her character as well. So really there's kind of three three main reasons, you know. Oh. So she's able to give the head maid set free as long as she keeps up that act the whole time. Right. She's able to protect her son from her father's craziness. Yeah. And then she's also able to protect herself where she doesn't have to, you know, testify to it because of a medical condition. So, like, how smart was that to choose that direction right after that trauma, trauma actually happened? Right. And I think the way that I thought about it at first was... The three of them plotted it, and then when it happened, she just went to the script, and that was all part of the plan. But really, it wasn't, because the three of them didn't know, right? You know, the other two didn't know she was she really had it, or she did she they didn't know she was faking it for sure. So that told us that oh wait a second, they're not planning this together. This mm-hmm. is actually right. Hisu's the one, the brains that figured it all out and knows knew exactly what to do in that moment when wow. that happened, which is crazy, right? You know, some people could stole this idea for their crime. Yeah. If something were to happen, <laughs> I just thought about it. I think that it would be harder for them to get away with uh for normal faking people. Amnesia. Like, <laughs> yeah. That's definitely a uh Kind of a character trope for like a soap opera or these kind of, you know, <laughs> that's something that happens like, oh, he's got amnesia. No wonder he can't, you know, that definitely happens like in plot. So um, it just so happens that this person is an actress and it's plausible, you know, it's yeah. like she's better be good. And then also we see the doubt that everyone like the cop right. questions it, yeah. the, you know, her friends kind of question, are you really, you know, are yeah. you really? So even, even they were like, we don't believe this, but. So, Carmen, are you okay? (laughs) Oh, we may have a visitor for today's podcast. Who is that? 
Carmen's on my lap. She's trying to talk. (laughs) Yeah, she wants to talk. She's like, well, let me understand that too. Okay, so let's just reconstruct this whole thing for my understanding. Because I think I got it, like, figured out. So I think it's correct when the daughter told Detective there are a lot of people who want to kill Jiyoung. Yes. Or, like, she says something like, there are a lot of people who who didn't like Jiyoung. Or, like, right. Who, so that is true. She, he had a lot of enemies. So, first of all, Jinho didn't like him. Jinho literally told Cheng Tae to kill him. Right. And, and especially when he found out that he wasn't blood-related. Right. And Soyeon, I don't think he she would have killed him or anything to that extreme. Right. But she would have definitely done something. She would have taken him down. Yeah. As she knew how. I mean, they were trying to get him to confess. Right. Which he was well, never going to no, do. No, it was going to happen. And Hisu and Hejin, the two women of Jiyong, they were going to do something to him. So it was kind of a matter of time who does what first. Yeah. But then Songte acted first. Right. So he used the chemicals. Right. Well, he put it into their oxygen breathing uh, ventil- the ventilation system. Yeah. And he opened the door and then for he him told to Gio. go in the bunker. Yeah. And that's when he put party. the chemicals in. And he was torn about how he can do it. And then eventually he just gave up and he set him free. Right. So he, like, while Jiyoung was getting suffocated. Yeah. Song Tae was like, okay, you know what? I can't, I can't do this. Yeah. You know? So he let the, he opened the door. Right. So Jiyoung came out, but he had already taken sleeping pills. Yeah. And that's probably when he called the nun. Not while he was suffocated, but he called, he took the sleeping pill and he called the nun. And he's like, it's over. I'm going to leave. Right. Like so I'm not sure if he was actually trying to kill himself or he was just, you know, he just wanted to be heavily intoxicated with the sleeping pills or, but I I think he definitely bought the pills for himself. He wasn't going to like use it to Hisu or anyone else. Yeah, I think you're right. I don't know what why else he would have bought them. Yeah, I think he was just, that just tells us that he was un- under a lot of stress and he yeah. was like, kind of halfway gave up you know okay this and especially after the board of board directors kind of you know suspended the decision to make him the chairman yeah he was like okay this is over um i can't deal with this anymore they cut him off so he was completely cut him off cut off from everybody right so he took sleeping pills and he was being suffocated with the toxic gas in the bunker so when song Tae opened the door he came out kind of like half you know, crazy, right. like he was dizzy. He was recovering from the chemicals and from the pills, right? Right. And then he saw Hisu. Yeah. And he's like, okay, I'm going to kill you. So he, you know, going just crazy. Like at that point, he's like, he's not scared of anything. He's just like. No, you know, he almost died. And he right. was, he was planning on dying. So at this point, it's like, you know, did you do this? You're the one that did this. Yeah. And so, yeah. So it, he's strangled he Hisu. And the head maid saw that. So she picked up the fire extinguisher that was right next to it. So yep. she swung it. Yep. And the two fell down the balcony. Yep. And they fell the, over the edge, and then he hit his head on the side corner. of the fountain. Wow, that looked the really painful. 
Yeah, and she did not. She just fell on the ground. And I think she might have like initially like hit the hit Jiyoung first, kind of like to a break cushion. Her fall. Yeah, maybe that's why she survived. Well, they kept saying how uh, if someone fell from that height, they wouldn't die. Oh, the cops are like, oh right. yeah, that's not that's not far enough to die, right? So right. that's why they questioned it in the first place. Is like, how did he die? Well, it says he had a heart attack first, so right. But really, it was the impact. It was the pills. Think about this. <laughs> he kind of died a lot of different ways, didn't he? <laughs> he had chemicals <laughs> pumped into his oxygen supply, so he he vent, he breathed in all these chemicals. He took sleeping pills. He uh, got hit over the head with a fire extinguisher, so blunt force. He fell from a high <laughs> distance. He, then he smacked his head or some part of his body on the side of that concrete and then hit the ground. So, like, there was a lot. You know, that was actually told <laughs> by himself because in the previous episode, he tells he tells somebody, I can't remember who, but he was talking to somebody, and then he's like, oh, I think he was telling Hedgen, he's like, why, why live us? Why live your life a certain way and then showing yeah, your life? That's right. You know, it's just a straight way to death or something like that, you know? That's interesting. So it was like basically talking about himself. That's interesting, yeah. But yeah, so I think what's interesting is what the nun saw initially was both of them, Hisu and Jiyoung on the front floor. Right. And then she's like freaking out, so she, she runs outside, but then she comes back. And between that time, it was Hisu coming down and help. Hisu back up on the balcony. So that's not, why not, the nun not didn't. Hisu, Sorry, Soyeon. Yeah. Soyeon. Yeah. Soyeon came down and helped Hisu up. And helped Hisu up the stairs and then saw the fire extinguisher. Right. And was like, oh. I gotta hide that. I think Hisu must have used this to kill him, so I need to hide that. So then she goes back downstairs, like you said. Grabs the fire extinguisher, and then what happens? She hears the nun coming back. Right. So she hides with the fire extinguisher in her hand, and then she cuts herself mm-hmm. with the fire extinguisher while she's waiting for the nun, and she has to be quiet. And then she goes back upstairs. What does the nun see at that time? Not Sajan, but just Heisu at the top of the stairs. Right. So the nun was like, oh, Heisu's up there. I don't know where that other person went because I never saw Heisu on the ground. Right. So there could have been two she's people. always like hand or something. Right. Yeah. Two people on the ground and Heisu's at the top. So she must have thought, what, that Heisu killed him? Yeah. Again, and, like, and no one great, ever, like, structuring. No one ever told the nun no. what really happened. Yet she was so open to everyone. What does that say? But, yeah, that's not the point. I can ask that question later, but. <laughs> Wait, that question is so difficult. I don't know. Like maybe that means nobody really trusted the nun. No, I think, I think for me the nun knows that Jiang has got problems, right? Oh. And she blames herself for not being able yeah. to bring him back to yeah. the fold. So, in some way, she's okay with Heisu or thinking that Heisu is the one that killed him, mm. right? And saying it's okay because they end up. You know, seeing each other and acknowledging right. each other, and there's no like, you know. Yeah. She's not scared. She's not upset. She doesn't right. look down on her. She's like understanding because she's aware of the situation. But I don't know what she assumes happened. You know. So again, after that, Sahyun asked Headmaid and Songte to clean up the scene, and that's when they, the two maids, 
make a deal. Right. And Songte is like, I didn't kill him, or you know, he says something like that, and he's trying to run away. And the headmate is like, Well, you better give me the blue diamond before you leave, because I'm the one that killed. Right. I I deserve this because I'm the one that killed him. Between the mates, they knew who killed. Yeah. And what happened? Well, and they were both involved, you know. Right. So it's really, you know, it's not really just one person. It's not just the headmate. Yes, headmate hit the hit with the fire extinguisher. Right. But it's not just her. And it's not just Sohyun. And yes, Sungtae poisoned him, but you know, he didn't technically kill him. So it's like a lot of different elements mixed in together. Right. <laughs> like you said, he, like he got a, a lot of different ways to yeah. kind of kill him. Well, it starts with his brother hiring the male maid. Right. The male maid with the chemicals. The female maid, like you said, with the fire extinguisher. The two fight brothers that were threatening him. You know, the daughter, like you said, there's a lot of people that want to kill him. She said, I think the in the translation and one of the times she said it was, everyone in this house wants to kill him. Oh, yes. <laughs> no, I think yes. And That's kind of exactly like, what she said. Everybody kind of had a piece yeah. of it in a way. Not everybody, but. No, no, no. Yeah, I think that's exactly what she it's said. It's interesting. Yeah. Yeah, what a great what a great show, what a great ending. And uh I think you know, the cop is kind of satisfied. You think so? Well, cop gets a call from Songte yeah. in Monaco and then cop kind of knows it's him. So cop's like on the phone like, "Is that is that you? Is that you?" you know. Right. So, I don't know if like cop knows. Well, the cop gets called. That's what tips him off to go to the bunker. Oh, that's right. And then he so goes to the mind. bunker, yes. and Jesus there, and Jesus like, yes. Yeah, so that's before they decide right. okay, that was suicide. Okay. So that was kind of the part where uh, I, you know, cop knows something else happened, but he right. also knows that nothing is going to, to like reveal that. Right. The case is closed. Like, no one's gonna look any further into this. Yeah. Unless there's another murder in the new series. Involving the two brothers, the sons, the grandkids. That's the series we'll have to create later. We can call it Mine Generations. <laughs> <laughs> and the new, the new family takeover. Wow. And the same cop, we can bring him back like 10 years later. And then that's when he can be like, you know what? Or maybe he's retired. I always question. Yeah, he comes out of retirement. There you yeah. go. <laughs> that's even better. He's like, no, I'm not going back to that house. But a rookie cop's like, you got it. You worked on this case. I know you thought something else happened besides this. You know? Wow, that's hilarious. <laughs> so who's your favorite character after watching all 16 episodes? I still like uh, Heisu, the actress. Oh, really? Um, but I think my favorite is still the chairwoman. Yeah, same. Yeah. I like that she's really smart. She's like, I feel like she's the uh, the opposite of who I am. She's like quick. She's very like uh, decisive. She's, well, she's very like a politically like smart. She's calculating. Yeah, but I don't know when you say calculating, like it kind of sounds bad. Oh, but in she a, knows. In a positive way. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she knows how to like do things right and like make the right move and right. Kinda, you know. She's savvy. She's business savvy. She's 
she's all the above. She knows people. She understands, you know, the right moves. She's a chess player. She's a yeah. What's, she always what's looking. The, she's, she's always a looking at a, she's a goal player. Right? Couple different moves ahead. Yeah. Right. You know, there's a scene that the new male maid, the young male maid, he comes in with the chemicals. Yeah. And he's like, "Well, I found this in Song Tae's room because he's using Song Tae's old room." Right. He's like, "I found this, and I think it has something to do with the maybe, you know." And then she's like, "Well, there's no evidence that you brought those in." That yeah, it could have been you that brought those chemicals in. So why don't you just go back to your room with those chemicals and dispose of it? Right. You know. And I was like, "Wow, I would never think that way." As much as I want to be a good detective and good researcher and thinker, like. How can you think of it in that moment? You know. Yeah, that's just experience. And being, like being in those being situations. able to remain so calm and yep. saying that and wow, yeah. I think I mean that part of that is that it's leadership. You know, she's got the quality yeah. of someone who's a great leader. She knows yeah. how to make decisions and well, that too to um, make things happen. When the headmate was about to leave, she's like, "Well, you have to leave the blue diamond." Yeah, she knew. And she tells the maid that if you take them, if you take it with you, you're going to become a murderer. Right. But if you leave it, you're going to be the person. You did it for this family. To save a person's life. Right, exactly. You know. And I'm like, wow. How, how do you think she knew that the head maid had the blue diamond? Song Ted probably told Jinho I didn't kill him. And then Jinho was like, well, you, you have the diamond. And you don't think Song Tae came clean about who actually killed? Yeah, but how would... Uh... And then Jin Ho probably told wife. No? Mm, maybe. Yeah. That's one. Yeah, Jin Ho could have told him. Wait, she did know about him, him hiring him for it. Right. Because she said you almost... But that was after. That was after she talked to the uh, maid. I mean, I don't know. I didn't put much thought into it because I feel like she just knows everything. And Well, I was trying to figure out <laughs> where that came from. But I think she knew that the head maid had it before, remember? Because it went to the head maid before. Right. So she was like wearing it. The and, two stole it. And yeah. then she, the head maid got it back. And right. then and then Jin, Jin, Ho, Jin Ho got it back. Saw from her there. wearing it, and then yeah. yeah. So uh, it was it was in Jin Ho, and then Jin Ho gave it back to the head male maid, and then from the male maid it went back to the female maid. That's interesting how that moved around. I'm sure the writers were like, "Oh, this will be fun. Let's let's move this blue diamond you, around between all these people." Do you remember the opening sequence of the show? Uh, how the like the water drop thing? Yeah. Do you know? Do you remember the whole thing? Barely, no. It's it's actually just like what you said. It's a blue diamond moving around. Being passed. Yeah. Oh, so it starts cool. with blue diamond. Wow. And it kind of breaks into like a lot of like millions different like water drop mm. thing. And then it becomes like a little like water, like a surface of water. Right. And then it goes into somebody's eyes, like a human eye. And then I can't remember exactly. Um, and then the eye... From the eye, kind of some kind of crystal kind of thing emerges. And then some like the hands are trying to reach for the crystal thing. And then wow. everything kind of like breaks apart again. And so basically the sequence is kind of like 
blue diamond and then you know it becomes a lot of things but to me it's like yes the show is not centered around blue diamond that's not it's what a metaphor happens, right? but it's a metaphor yeah for yeah. everything and who does the blue diamond end up on in the end that's the that's the thing so i feel like again like it's really great editing and writing so really when you look at the blue diamond it shows up at the birthday party of the chairman's second wife, right? That's the first episode. Right, yeah, first episode. And then he was about, he announced that this is the last time we're going to celebrate her birthday. Yep, and I'm going to give out. this to someone. And then that's when he passed out. And then he passes out. So if we didn't pass out, or if, even if he passed out, everything, if no one had malicious intent, this was a really straightforward story. Right. So he was going to be basically, okay, I'm going to wrap up my emotions and whatever happened in the past. And I'm going to give this blue diamond to my wife, yep. my legitimate wife. Yep. As an apology plus thank you and whatever else and all this stuff. Right. So it was supposed to be hers. And... Then none of that would have happened. Right. Right. Yeah, that's, that's the crazy part. Yeah. And including her like tantrums, because what does she do after... <laughs> She was like, oh, I'm sure he was going to... Give it to yeah, Hesu. Yeah. yeah. He, or like she, whoever. Yeah. Or, yeah she, and then she was pissed off about him, you know, yeah. all the stuff. And then she goes and actually, he, she's the one that resurrects him <laughs> because she's so mad at oh him. Oh, my God. That's right. So yeah. she wouldn't have been mad at him. Right. She would. <laughs> I mean, he would have just given it to her. And it would have been like, oh, cool. That, and now our life's going to be whatever. Yeah. But what a great character. You know that yeah. actor who played the, the old, the first wife? Yeah. She's a she's a really versatile actress. She's been in this you know business for such a long time, probably thirty forty years. Right. And, but I don't think she's done any role like this. Like this. And she's always somebody kind of like a motherly figure, you know. So to see her doing this kind of sarcastic role, yeah, really is a black comedy, you know. Yeah, she's very gluttonous. I mean, she was always <laughs> eating, and I love the way she ate. It said so much about her character, right? You know? And like her dress too yeah. during the engagement party. Yeah. Oh my god, it's so obnoxious. <laughs> yeah, yeah, her outfits and makeup and everything. Yeah, yeah, that was a great character. What about Gino, the first son? Yeah, I liked him. I thought he was really good. He, um, you know, in the end. I think we were curious, I was curious about how, if he was going to kind of become something, you know, if he was going to like step into more oh, take of over what, small role what, in he, the could, company what and... he could be, like his <laughs> reach his potential, you know, Yeah. that wasn't his trajectory necessarily, but he did kind of become more endearing. Right. You know, it wasn't about, you know, you understood his intentions and in the end he wasn't like a bad guy. He yeah. just you know he had some he had some issues you know when he's when the detective's like why did you send sangte to monaco because right, he's were, like because I, I i like him because they were lovers isn't he isn't he adorable yeah that was great he and was then really he, funny you know he gives the new mailmaid the lottery ticket it's <laughs> right. like you know i only have one small favor can you, you just come take bass with me <laughs> But yeah. I mean, it's it's funny, but it's it's also kind of sad. Like yeah. I think he's legit, just lonely character. He's yeah. a lonely person, and the scene that he talks about buying lorry tickets, you know, that's that. I think that tells a lot about the character because he says, "I'm not buying these to win the money. I don't need the money." Right. But people always tell me I'm lucky, so I wanted to test my luck. 
what is luck, you know? So I think, and telling the male maid, like, you know, just beat with me once in a while. And I right. think that tells me a lot about the character. And I, I, don't, I, I like that character. I think it's a good, good fictional character. Yeah, I thought so too. And the fact that he kind of turned into full-time house management person. Yeah, well, he, you know, <laughs> maybe he didn't step up in what the whole show was focused on, but he kind of found his calling, right? Yeah. Now he can help the family and be a part of it, and uh, he feels like he's, you know, doing some good. And uh, he helped his wife in the end, right? Yeah. Even though they're not romantically involved. Yeah. <laughs> um, so he ended up being on, you know, on the good side of things. And uh, so his father might be, I don't know, a little less discouraged about. <laughs> I think that's the um, metaphor about the bird. Yeah. The peacock had, uh, what's it called? Like the woodpeckers? Yeah, I think it seemed Remember? like it was a woodpecker. It was a woodpecker baby. <laughs> and later on, like, when Chino is trying to take care of the house and everything, and woodpeckers have, like, nest or something. Like, oh, between yeah, they're the, coming like, into the house. Yeah, That's on right. the wall. And I feel like that was the metaphor for um, Sahyun. So it's somebody else and not related to the legit peacock blood. Mm. And peacock at this random woodpecker's. Right, so but just somebody came the in. The woodpecker is slowly getting into the house gotcha. and making it his home, their home. And I feel like that's kind of... Does that Jiyoung? The woodpecker represents Jiyoung? Oh, no. Oh, Jiyoung. Uh, no, I was thinking more of Soyeon. Because Soyeon is not somebody from... She's married into the family. Oh, okay. But gotcha. she kind of took over the company now, and she's the she's the woman, gotcha. right? Yeah, yeah. So I thought maybe that represents Soyeon. So what does mine mean? Uh, I like the metaphor of using the blue diamond for that. It's passed around. All these people want it. Certain people want it, right? Certain people want the money they could get from it, what it represents. They want re something they can't have. They want that lifestyle, right? Mm -hmm. So mine is just, you know, every everybody wants, I guess, their own, whatever it is, the piece of it, you know. Some people want to be the chairman. Some people want their son to be the chairman. Um, some people want to just be in the family. Some people just want to be in the house. <laughs> yeah. Just stay in the house. It's just kind of like the selfish, selfish nature of humans. And, you know, in the end, the people that maybe sacrificed for everyone and weren't selfish were the ones that were maybe rewarded the most. Wow. The head maid gets to go off and live her life. You know, she doesn't have to be a maid anymore. She's taken care of, I'm sure. But she ends up leaving, knowing that she did a good thing. Hisu gets her son mm -hmm. and gets out of the family if she wants. Sajun. Sajun. Sajun gets to be chairwoman. Mm-hmm. 
she gets to ha- have the household. The chairman and the wife, she gets the blue diamond, you know, <laughs> and they get to repair their life and they get what they want, right? I mean, that's what she wanted. She wanted the blue diamond. She wanted that attention, right? She yeah. wanted it to be. I think that's about, what makes her happy. Her. Just material yeah. stuff. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. The uh, the young maid ended up marrying into oh, the family. Oh, that's right. Yeah. So, and then the the guy who was supposed to be the heir, the the yeah. grandson. Yeah, he, he, he didn't have to be, and he gets to do what he wants. So, everybody got what they wanted except Jiang. Right. And he was the only one, according to him, that never got what he wanted. <laughs> Ever. <laughs> right? He, yes. He never got the love. He never got the attention. And that's kind of what they talk about, too. The the grandfather, the chairman, he's like, I did you wrong, you know? Yeah. I never gave you what I should have. I never gave you the attention or the love or whatever it was, right? See, in a way, when you look at it that way... I feel bad for him because yeah. I mean that doesn't that doesn't justify his you know all Actions, his crimes and stuff. Right. But yeah, I mean you grew up such a like you know emotionally deprived, and how do you expect this person to be, you know, a normal person? Yeah, I think you know there's a philosophical model that you can look at that kind of maps out these characters in a way, right? Where it's like, oh, if this happens to you, this is the road that you could go down. Right. Right? Yeah. You know, everyone else... You know, I don't know Sayoung's story or how she married into the family. They didn't go over that. But Hisu was an actress, you know? Yeah. And... But she took a, she took on the son when she didn't have to. Right. You know, it shows yeah. shows her character. The maid killed Jiyoung when he didn't, she didn't have to. Right? Right. And um, it's like that kind of stuff was sort of, I don't know, rewarded in a way. I think that maybe kind of goes with what the nun told Hisu. Yeah. Because Hisu was like trying to recover from everything happened. And nun tells her that when you feel like everything's lost, you actually didn't lose anything. Right. And then she realized, or, or the nun tells her that, you know... You have everything in you, and that's yours. Yeah. And I think, like, the translation is maybe lost that's a little mine. bit there. And, yeah, and then she's like, that's yours. That's smart. Yeah. yeah, you're you're right. I mean, that's part of it, too, if you look at it like that, to say that none of that shit matters, right? None of that, none of those possessions matter. What does matter? Well, also, the show focuses a lot about, you know, identity and self-realization of yeah. who you are what you want and how to find it and right you know so and i think creating relationships right that are like healthy that are true and genuine right because that's something that you know heisu and sayang there's no reason for them to know each other or have a relationship but right they have an unbelievably strong bond right right same thing with uh, the birth mother yeah, yeah. You know, she ends up having a relationship with these people. Yeah. And then this this uh, grandson heir ends up having a relationship with a, with a maid. Yeah. You know, it's like they're all. You're picking and choose the relationship that's going to be best for you. It's it's not about possession, mm-hmm. right? It's yeah. more about freedom. Or. Yeah, it's it's all it's all good, all good stuff. 
you know, speaking of what you have inside of you is yours, I looked up the writer. She's really big in Korea, and she's written a lot of good shows in the past. And then it said she wanted to become a writer, mm. and she wrote some script, but they didn't go into detail. And apparently somebody stole her script. Oh, and really? either that stolen script won some like award or something or something got made was, in the major production or something wow. so something happened like that and then it was hers and she was you know this newbie writer she didn't have any voice gotcha. and she just felt so like disgusted and then she just you know wanted to leave she didn't want to do any any of writing or anything related to that wow. so she said she went to her hometown and she was just teaching English or something, and she was like, you know, like in Hagwon, she was like instructor, and I guess she did. She made a good money, I guess. She was talented in teaching, and she was like, you know what, I just can't let this go. And after some years, she wanted to write something again, so she wrote and submitted to some like a writing, what do you call it, contest yeah, kind of contest, thing, and then that won. Wow. So she's like that, yeah. So it's like she had it in her all along. Yeah. But you know. That's a great story. I like that. <laughs> I mean, story I'm sure that her. happens a lot, like you know, yeah. to musicians, writers, and I even you know some years ago this was a really hot potato that some designers, like a uh, young designers, they um, they posted something on their social media or something. This is like maybe five years ago or something, and then. A really big retail company right. copied the design, the design, and then yeah. yeah, it was like a lawsuit or something, and it was a really big thing, and yeah, so I'm sure that happens a lot. Yeah, yeah, I think that's yeah, I think that's common. There was a movie about uh, somebody who finds a manuscript, a book, mm. written in like a, a satchel, and he's a writer. And so he. Oh, are you talking about the movie with the what's, got what's her name? Cooper. Oh, that's not the one I was thinking. So he's like a writer, and he finds this book, and it's an amazing book, and he's like, I don't know what to do with this, and he searches and tries to figure out who the owner is, and never comes, and so he ends up publishing it under his oh. name. So if you do that, what happens? There's only two people in the world that know the right. truth, right? It's right. the person who published it falsely and it's uh -huh. the person who actually wrote it right so that's what you're setting up is that showdown right so whoever published her work and took credit for it they know what they did right and then right. she knows what she did right and in the end she you know she it sounds like she figured it out and kept kept to it i mean but yeah, yeah. she could have just never wrote again right yeah but yeah that was hers that was that was her mind right writing and she's great she knows what she's doing she's she's a big writer in korea so Good for her. What else? Did we miss anything? Speaking of, you know, your talent and your passion and your identity and all that, there are a lot of small actors in this show. And I'm sure every show and every movie. Yeah. And Not height small, but small, <laughs> small time, not famous. <laughs> yes. So... I was looking up some of the characters, some of the small roles, and it looks like the new male maid. Yeah. They call him Mr. Chang in the show. He's supposed to be... I found this website like super randomly. 
I found the website of like a it's a website like a casting call website. Okay. And they post all the small roles that right. they cast, and it's not like an agency website. It's a just literally almost like a Wikipedia of small casting, but huh. it's done by like production company. Cool. So there are a lot of Korean dramas on that website, and they only post um, like a small roles. Cool. And it looked like the Mr. Chang character was initially personal trainer. Oh, right. So I'm sure somewhere along the line, they changed the character and he became a little more important role. Right. He got some lines. Yeah, he got some lines and, you know, but then um, that website had a lot of small roles yeah. for this drama. That and there were like five reporters and some emergency doctors that we didn't see and what else like some professors and like the name the the title of these jobs like were not seen in the show so mm. i was like what what like what what is this and that got me thinking like how many shots how many like hours they shot yeah and then they were all cut out right and i'm sure for these actors you know, they probably did a lot to get that small role and then probably excited to shoot it. And then they were not even in the show and kind of, you know, it got me sad. But I don't know. I guess they keep doing it because they like it. That's their passion. That's their mind. Yeah. That's probably the hardest thing about being an actor, right? And I think... uh you take it for granted if you don't know that sort of insider tract, but that happens a lot because you get cast. And in here's Grant. <laughs> here's the insider scoop from last year's. Continuing from last year's <laughs> insider's writer scoop. Here's insider's acting scoop from Grant. Well, I do have some experience with this. Oh, you were in Cold Mountains. Well, we'll say I was in a movie. <laughs> But I Grant was, was in Cold Mountain. But I wasn't. The great movie with the great actor Jude Law. So I was in a movie, but I wasn't. Oh, okay. Because of that very scenario. Yeah. They had, I don't know, probably... Oh, besides Cold Mountain? They had thousands and thousands of extras, oh, right? And okay. they shot lots of hours of film. And at the end, you didn't know if you were going to be in the, in the shot or not. So all you can do is go and watch the show or watch the movie and then see if you're in it or not. And what's great about the guy you were talking about is that he he ended up getting his role changed and he got lines. When you have lines, you have a much better shot. And it also puts you into a different bracket of your um, union. I don't know if that's how it works in Korea. Maybe not. Yeah. But that's but how, anyway, that's how yeah, it works. But anyway, yeah, I'm sure it's a better role. So a lot of times as an actor you go out for these things or you do extra work because they separate that a little bit, uh -huh. you can get into a different position on set. They might push you somewhere else and say, hey, you know, I need something for this. Anyone, any volunteers? And then that can change uh. your status um, where you can get a line or you can get a shot or you can get a scene. And um, if that happens, you have a better chance of being in it. But a lot of times you just go in knowing I might not be in this. Mm. And yeah, I'm doing all this great work, but you know it could all be cut out tomorrow and so yeah you just keep going and you keep doing it and the other thing that happens is you shoot it at least in america sometimes a movie you might have shot it six months ago 
Mm. And you don't know <laughs> for six months or a year if you're in this thing that you shot that you know is going to be big or might not be big. And then, you know, you don't have anything for your reel, so you're going out for jobs. You can't put that on your list yet because yeah. you don't know if you're in that. Wow. So it's really difficult to line all that stuff up. So once you start, that's why a lot of times you'll see an actor, like he has three things out at once. Oh. It doesn't mean that he shot it all and like, oh, he's so okay. busy. Maybe not. He might have done that one a year, you know, it. and it just now came out or, yeah, or yeah. whatever. So it's a it's a tough world. You have to really want it and not to not give up. So I'm a, what do you call a quitter. <laughs> yes, I'm a quitter. So I think I would be definitely a quitter <laughs> when it comes to acting. I give up on the level if I can't beat the level on my phone game. Like, <laughs> you quit I the give game. it like five times. I'm like, okay, I'm quitting this game. Yeah, let's I, go to I delete new... the app. <laughs> There's enough games out there. <laughs> Where's the app store? Let me find another <laughs> game that's similar. Well, thank you for having me, T. I appreciate it. Yeah, it's getting late. Hey, we went over an hour today. Oh, We've sorry. we doing great, but it's okay. It's the finale episode. That's true. So it's the last it's time, for better or worse, that we talk about mine. Yeah. Is there anything we're missing? This is the last time, like you said, we can ever talk about mine. You're prohibited to talk about mine ever <laughs> again. So. Well, I think we should probably go into how it's very similar to Star Wars. So let's go ahead and talk about that now. <laughs> I'll explain Star Wars to you, and then we can map out how mine and Star Wars follow a similar path. That'll get us through the next 25 episodes. Just kidding. I will spare all of you that, and uh, have a great night, T. Disclaimer, I don't like Grant knows a lot about Star Wars. I don't know anything except Yoda, the character. <laughs> I know a minimal amount of Star Wars. And I couldn't understand the concept. I can't get into it. I don't like it. I'm sorry. If you're offended by this, you can't. Please don't unsubscribe. You just lost a lot of viewers, just so you know. <laughs> I should say listeners, not viewers. I just can't get into Star Wars. Or maybe you gained a bunch of But um, I do love listeners. Lord of the Rings. Lord of the Rings. It's great. Yeah. But not Harry Potter. Let's talk about how... The One Ring is very much like the Blue Diamond in mine. Actually, yeah. <laughs> that will give us another my whole episode. Precious. precious. I used to say um, I look like Gollum in the morning when I get up. <laughs> okay. We're getting longer. Good night. Thanks for coming. Good night. Thank you. Bye. Bye.